for in the past. Shia theology in the sense of being oppressed and resisting a repressive, corrupt, fallen Muslim government provided potent sources of strength for the anti-Pahlavis. At the center of this resistant identity was the apocalyptic figure of the Mahdi. As they had for centuries, the descendants of Ali were seen as a dynasty in waiting, and thus an emblem of true Muslim governance to hold up against the corruption and depravity of the present rulers. The hidden Mahdi was in many ways a more potent symbol of true governance than a living Imam would have been, since he could be imagined as perfect and would not present any actions to the contrary. In contrast, the Ismaili Shia Muslims, Seveners, still had a living Imam called the Aga Khan, and the wealth and playboy lifestyles of the 20th century Aga Khans served as a major theological challenge for Ismailis. A major force in promoting the image of the Mahdi as a truly pious and just ruler in Pahlavi Iran was the Hujatiya society, aimed to oppose threats to Shiaism, especially the growing Baha'i faith. The term Hujatiya comes from the Hujat itself, from the Huja, the proof of Allah's presence on earth, and one of the titles of the Mahdi. The Hujatiya society was, and still is, deeply messianic in nature, and sought to overthrow the Baha'levis in order to hasten the return of the Mahdi and the end of days. The Hujatiya society may have been the most prominent promoters of messianism in the Iranian revolution, but they were far from being the only. Messianic language and references to the Mahdi filled the speeches of Ayatollah Khomeini and his followers. Khomeini was often referred to as the Naeba Imam, the deputy of the twelfth Imam, a term revived from the period of the four deputies of the minor occultation. He is often referred to as Imam, a term which has never been applied to a living individual by the Twelver Shia since the major occultation, and his enemies were sometimes tried after the revolution for the crime of fighting against the twelfth Imam. When Khomeini and his followers came to power in 1979, they wove the Mahdi into the very constitution of their new republic. For instance, Article 2 reads, The Islamic Republic is a system based on the belief in continuous leadership, imama, and perpetual guidance and its fundamental role in ensuring the uninterrupted process of the revolution of Islam. Article 5 continues this line of thought. During the occultation of the Mahdi, may God hasten his reappearance, the provinces and leadership of the Ummah devolved upon a just and pious expert in the jurisprudence, who is fully aware of the circumstances of his age, courageous, resourceful, and possessed of administrative ability, will assume the responsibilities of his office in accordance with Article 107. Hence, the entire constitution of the Republic is, in theory, a temporary form of government which will exist until the return of the Mahdi. Its institutions are based on the assumption of his existence and make his assumption a central part of their understanding of the world. In essence, the Islamic Republic has been a messianic institution from its first days. That said, the rulers of the Islamic Republic were suspicious of the Mahdi concept and messianic tendencies. Having used its power to come to their position, they understood exactly how the Mahdi story can be used to undermine rulers by holding up the perfect example of the hidden Imam against the flawed example of contemporary rulers. They were, in fact, presented with an immediate example of this during the Mecca siege of 1979. That year, followers of the Saudi Sunni fundamentalist preacher Juhayman al-Utaibi and his brother-in-law Muhammad ibn Abdullah al-Qahtani, who they believed to be the Mahdi, stormed the Grand Mosque in Mecca during the height of the annual pilgrimage and held it for two weeks. There were riots across the Muslim world in response, and it ended when the Saudi military stormed the mosque and captured or killed the remaining militants. 
Observing the power of the Mahdi in their own revolution and the terror that a few hundred fanatics could cause in Mecca, the leaders of the new Islamic Republic sought to downplay and minimize the revolutionary tendencies of the Mahdi story. They did this by completely integrating into the identity of the new state, but also by repressing independent interpretation of the story. For instance, the Hujatiya society was banned in 1983 by Khomeini as counter-revolutionary, though it appears that the group went underground at this time and has been a bugaboo of Iranian conspiracy theorists ever since. Likewise, the act of declaring oneself the Mahdi was criminalized as a form of heresy, and potential claimants were hunted down and arrested.